This is an AMI podcast. I'm Kelly McDonald. I'm Ramia Amadin, and this is Kelly and Ramia. We started to um, move our monthly entertainment report with Corinne Van Dusen to bi-weekly, and she's on today. Let's bring her on. Hi, I'm Corinne Van Dusen. Join me as we dive into the latest entertainment stories from music, television, and movies here with Kelly and Ramya. Corinne, we have three stories today. The second one is Taylor Swift, so everybody, <laughs> let's get through the first one. <laughs> but this yeah, one is actually... Of, because we don't want to like do, sell the third one short. We'll no. swap it right now. Yeah, no, it's fine. That's okay. <laughs> wait, wait till the very end for all the T-Swizzy news. No, no, this one's good, though. So much music programming, decades of it, is being rescued from the sands of time. Uh, Bell Media, which is the music channel's owner, says that they are in the final stretch of years-long project to go through tens and tens of thousands of videotapes and transfer pieces of this pop culture history history into digital archives. This kind of sounds like the most giant thing ever. So what's going to be archived? Well, I don't know if you are familiar with the old Much Music that used to play videos and interviews and such. Mm -hmm. It kind of went the way of MTV in the States, which plays just like reality TV now. But there is a plethora of stuff that Much Music used to play. It's going to be interviews with uh, international and Canadian musicians, as well as special events broadcasts. Um, So there's a quote from someone who says, basically, any interview with any artist you can imagine, they're they're going to have because they talk to everyone. Um, So Bell said when they began the project, they had to decide actually what to preserve. So they went through their huge list of absolutely everything. Uh, There were interviews, of course, Memorable programs such as media literacy talks on too much for much, which was a late night show where panels would discuss videos that were considered too much to show on uh, at regular prime times. And the they call it the winter spectacle of snow job gatherings. So snow job was uh, was a huge concert uh, where everyone would get together and it was it was like spring break. But the Canadian one, so mm, to speak. Okay. So, right. All right. Yeah, you Us have, and our snow, you have right? Our winter, the great white north. Yep. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> it's going to be a also, lot, a lot of that. They also did that much more music too, didn't they? Oh, yeah. They, uh, for a short time, they pulled out that other channel. Um, I don't even know how the heck they would go through all this. Like, that's just crazy. It when you sounds think about never it. ending. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's already been several years in the works. So Mm. they've. uh, This is not just starting now. This is like, like continuing, continuing, continuing. And that's just the way television was kept before on, you know, on video cassette. So they did. The digital landscape is still pretty new. As much as we don't think, oh, we'll just pull it up on YouTube or whatever. You can't find everything on YouTube because a lot of stuff from the past has been lost to the animals of history because it was on physical mediums and not digitalized and that stuff would get so heavy storing it is there things off the top that people who are really those fans of much music back in the day are saying oh i wonder what they'll keep will they not keep i mean we see the interviews make sense the shows make sense do you think there's something there that they'll just say uh Uh, they said they're not going to keep the the quote-unquote video throws so when a VJ okay, would stand yeah. there and say, you know, that was a video from oh, so-and-so, yeah. and now we're going to watch this because there are such, like, snippets of just like, okay, well, 
yeah, they threw to a video, they mm. <laughs> kind of thing, right? But they're going to have, like, I think it's the interviews that everyone's going to be super interested in. Like, they'll probably, um, they, I, I was trying to find out as much as I could. So they'll probably save stuff like Weird Al did a show on Much Music. I don't know if you remember mm-hmm. that. It was I called do, Al yeah. TV. Oh, I remember that. <laughs> yeah, so they'll have stuff like that. And they'll like, it'll, it, the things they're not going to throw are just, yeah, the, the, I don't want to call them throwaway lines, but they're kind of like, you know, in this video pack coming up, we have yeah, like the transitions and such. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, do we know if it's all going to be available for free for everyone to check out? Well, not exactly. Oh, <laughs> so, that's yeah, well, they much music pay people to do all this, so they got to make their dough back. <laughs> years and years of it. <laughs> yeah, it's a little bit of work. So, um, yeah. they much music already has a YouTube channel which has a lot, a lot of content on it. So you can already look up stuff there. Um, one of their biggest moments is the very last interview with uh, Kurt Cobain. Um, that's tallied millions of views there, but it's mostly going to be used as an archive, as a resource for filmmakers who want to access slivers of pop culture and license the footage for documentaries. So, um, there was a documentary that just came out called 299 Queen West, and it was about the starting and the building of much music. They didn't have any of this digital stuff pretty much like they had to, they had to go in and be like, OK, we want this tape. We want this tape. We want this tape <laughs> so that so now they if you want to make a like a documentary about things, you just go in and you can scan all the digital clips. So um, it has they have been used before, but much music or Bell is now getting on the OK, we don't have to like. Uh, get you a portion of something and send it to you. You can just uh, go on our digitalized list. Wow. That's amazing. I, I And I hate to say this, but I do recall the, the first moments it opened. I remember as a broadcast enthusiast, as a kid, I remember making sure that I did not miss that. I want to say Thriller was the first one song they played, but I'm, I'm probably way off. I probably should know, should remember. But uh, of course, in my head, oh, wow, this is radio with video. Awesome. Really cool. <laughs> Um, do we want to move over to why the NFL should care? Why should should care about Taylor Swift and uh, Mr. Kels over here, uh, Travis Kels? Travis Kelsey, as we Swifties Kelsey, now know. Yeah, sorry. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Swifties and Kelseys. Swifties and Kelseys. Yes. Uh, how could we not talk about this? We've talked about Taylor Swift before. We know the fandoms. And now she is in a, they keep calling it a quote unquote situationship. Because they're not buzzword. That's a new buzzword. Yeah. So um, it's it's she's been going to games and such. Uh, But before we get to the role that the NFL is playing in the situationship between Taylor and Travis, they're starting to work on the name uh, trailer. (laughs) <laughs> like Travis and Taylor, but I don't know. No. I think we still got to workshop oh, that one. Please, no. <laughs> yeah, for sure, for sure. Yes. So it came out of um, her heiress tour because right. um, Travis Kelsey has a podcast with his brother, Jason. And he said on there, you know, I went to the concert and one thing to do when you go to the Eras concert, if you're lucky enough to go, is you make friendship bracelets. So out of all beads and usually what they'll say is a song title or they'll say Taylor and they'll have all these colorful different size beads and they people trade them. So you go to the concert and you you bring a ton of them and you just trade. So everyone's kind of, um, you know, in it together and trading stuff. So he brought a friendship bracelet that had his phone number in it. Oh, man. Okay. 
and he wanted to give it to her, but he couldn't because uh, she doesn't talk to anyone before or after the show because it's a three-hour show and she needs to save her voice. So there's no talking other than in the show. So he didn't get to do that, but um, he did invite her to a uh, Kansas City Chiefs football game. Uh, he wrote to her and he said, you know, I've seen you rock the stage in Arrowhead, which is where um, they play. And you might want to come see me do that. So <laughs> nice then line. a situation ship was made. <laughs> I, oh I love God. the way you present this stuff, Corinne. <laughs> I would rather have it done this way than read any article. Okay. On entertainment. <laughs> this is hilarious. Okay. So is it uh too much already like how is the nfl using this to bring attention to the league well i don't think it's too much uh-huh. but i'm usually watching uh once baseball's done i just watch sporting events for what celebrities are there no <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> so uh well it's being called the perfect storm of pop culture and sports colliding in a really positive way because nfl fans are passionate swifties are passionate they're interacting like they haven't before Perfect and storm. hopefully it's 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 bringing more eyes to the nfl the nfl uh if you look at research already has a really good um demographic of young women and women watching so this would just add to it with swifties coming like no one's gonna go there and be like oh I, i've never heard of football before what is everything is taylor swift here kind of thing um <laughs> so it could be um, more so like bringing eyes to the screens, but you know, they already like the NFL always really great ratings. It's not like they're, they're hurting in uh, that yeah. way, mm-hmm. but, it's, but it's up their Instagram. Much, game. Well, and for everyone and, and the podcast, like I can't remember what the heck they had, uh, for that podcast you referenced a while ago that him and his brother do, they had, what the heck was it a ridiculous amount of people sign up for it in one day? Like I want to say 500,000. It was incredible, just bang, in one day. And I know Amazon had a feature on Travis recently that a whole bunch, it was like the top video in the last, or or attraction uh, to Amazon in the last little while because this crossover going on. So it's certainly done a lot. And uh, yeah, for mm-hmm. some people, I'm sure it's more than enough. And I think even for them telling people, we need a little privacy, like guys, okay, this is great. It's wonderful. But then- the NFL loves it, you know, the, 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 her travels, her, her work, her music, both of them, everybody's buying up uh, any of their, their stuff that, that, that that's out there. So amazing. Well, his jersey sale went up 400% after oh. she wore it at a game. So, and there's a, just a, a funny thing about uh, on the internet. So there's viral videos going around of women talking to um male friends, husbands, you know, big football fans and saying, oh, can you believe that Taylor Swift has really put Travis Kelsey on the map? And then they'll, what? He's one of the greatest football players ever. How can you say this? Everyone Or the Kansas City Chiefs, which are the number one watched football team already. Yeah. (laughs) That is hilarious. A huge divide being conquered here. <laughs> so, um, can we talk about this last story before you go concerning Bob Odenkirk? He not only kid read to his kids when they were uh, small, but they actually wrote poems together. And this is kind of cool because he had a, a whole goal in mind for his kids. Yep. Bob Odenkirk, uh, not known for his kid-friendly material on TV. Uh, He plays the titular character in Better Call Saul, so he was on Breaking Bad. He's 
been on Mr. Show and Saturday Night Live and a whole bunch of other stuff uh, as he spent much of his career as a writer for those shows. Uh, So when actually the pandemic hit, his whole family hunkered down at his place and he had always assumed they were going to like he was going to write a children's book. It's called uh, Zillet and Other Important Rhymes. And it happened sooner than he thought because everyone was there. He thought, well, we have nothing really else to do. Like we're we're sitting here. So let's put this uh, book together. So him and his daughter, who is uh, doing who just finished up a degree in the arts. Uh, she illustrated everything. They did 15 nice. poems with a language he used with his kids. Uh, the reason it's called Zillet is because that's the word his son invented for the word fort. So he wants um, kids to be able to use language in a fun way, use it incorrectly and not feel embarrassed when you yes. are told like the, the correct way. So have fun with language. If you mispronounce something, it's not the end of the world because, you know, uh, you can play with words and they're, and, and they're fun and don't feel embarrassed about not knowing. This is such a nice, oh, like, you know how we talk cool. about um, learning through play and all these other ways, you know, through tactile methods, like your... Um, why can't I think of the blocks right now? <laughs> Lego? Lego. Lego. Jeez. Uh, talking too much Taylor Swift out here. Um, yeah, but this is like another way of doing that, but through literature, right? Like you're just talking about being playful, being experimental, being okay to make mistakes, which we don't often think about language that way. We think of it as rules and regulations. Definitely yeah, learning And, ha- and learning having language. fun with it, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, well, you don't want to sit down at night. Well, I guess if you really want to fall asleep, your kids fall asleep quickly. You can sit down with like a thesaurus and explain to them grammar rules. But right. No, thank <laughs> you. you. They'll really enjoy that. Oh, you want to remember wow. that childhood word you used for fort? Like, that's very yeah. adorable. Yeah. Yeah. As opposed to putting them to sleep, right? Doing yeah, that exactly. Corinne, thank you. We'll catch you in two weeks. Thank you very much. Hi, I'm Jenny Bovard. Join me monthly for Low Vision Moments, where I speak with awesome guests about some of the amusing things that happen when you're blind or partially sighted. Watch on YouTube or download Low Vision Moments from your favorite podcast distributor.